You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from Waste Disposal Center 3 on the original Death Star. Sarah. Hello. Vocal fam. Hello, guys. Vocal fam. Wow. It's Friday. What a week. The response. The response has. Thank you, vocal fam. Yes. I don't think either and I were. I. I. Ooh, that was not. That was not. Either hard. and you. Either I and you. I don't. Both of us and you. That was not. A, a, I don't know what I was trying to say, but I know that wasn't it. I don't think well, either of us. You and I, you it. and I, and yourself. Oh goodness, oh goodness! I don't think either of us fully anticipated the response that we received. Wow! Last week's episode and just and yeah, last night's post. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Like, I just got up this morning and my phone was like, "Oh yeah, you've been mentioned in a comment," and I go and see this huge thing, and I'm like cool but it's nice to know <laughs> that people are in fact interested because i mean i mean i think it's interesting but it's been my life for the past two years you know clearly we have actually finally hit a nerve with voice teachers see uh so vocal fam um we had great response to our i'd like to thank everybody again just on the pod again for Specifically, those people who came out to the talk at Southern Region Nats. Yes, that was. I was so pleased by that. Those people who were in the in in the room where it happened. Nice. I like it. Nice little Hamilton okay. reference. Yeah, I got it. I got okay. It. All, all, all right. Oh, it. by the way, I th- totally think I found your Christmas present. By the way. Okay. Um, intriguing. Intriguing. I'm so ready for Christmas. It's not even funny. Uh. Anyway, but um. And then to the outpouring we had asking for the protocol just yeah. based on last week's podcast, you know, and we're going to, and then today someone had made a post asking about some cool down techniques Which in one of the forums. Obviously a great area for us in the future to research. Nice little yeah, follow so vocal, up. So Vocal Fry is claiming that we are going to run a follow-up study on looking at incorporating laryngeal massage cool and its down. efficacy as a cool-down exercise. follow-up to our follow-up. Well, that's the whole point of a research line is I that you know. just keep going. I know. <laughs> it's just funny when you put it that way. I'm being amusing. I don't know. I probably shouldn't say that. I'm, I probably shouldn't claim that I am it's amusing. It's going to be one of those days, Vocal Fam. It, She's being amusing. I'm being amusing. And Ooh. we're back. We're back. Had some technical difficulties. I um unplugged myself. <laughs> Would not recommend. Things not to do when you're podcasting, unplugging your mic. So we, we are recommending that you touch yourself, your neck. Neck. Touch your neck. We're not recommending that you unplug yourself. Yes, do not unplug yourself. If you are if you are trying to record anything, the mic should probably be plugged in. Or if you're just trying to get through the fall semester. 
That's me. Well, don't unplug yourself. What I was trying to say before I uh, unplugged my mic, I don't know, maybe I, maybe I wasn't meant to say this, was that I added a bunch of new hours working this week. And so I probably added 10 to 12 additional hours a week I'm now working. Yo. And I don't think I was prepared for quite how much that was going to impact me, which I don't know why I wasn't, but... I was not prepared. But on the other hand, yay, working. Yay, money to pay for rent and, you know, important things like that. The vocal fam knows. Yeah. But as a result, uh, like at the end of week one of, again, throwing on a bunch of new hours, my brain is fried. It feels like that first week or two of teaching again where I'm just adjusting to whatever because I took on like three new voice students oh boy yeah new stuff in november yeah new, new students new things in november vocal fam oh it, it's rough like new students i'm now working as an assistant um at the school for the arts academy i work for which is awesome but also like it's just a lot of new stuff and i'm like whoa i probably should have considered that this was going to be a little bit of a adjustment an adjustment to my, yeah, because I yeah. kind of, you know, you get into your routine and you get going, but bam, here we are. Well, and therefore I'm saying things like either of I <laughs> and unplugging my microphone. So we're professionals. We we're professional I, podcasters. Sarah. I am so professional. Look, look at how well I do this. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to show you what not to do by example. But but seriously, Something um, like just that. just finishing that that bit up. Um, yes. I do want to just also thank all those people who have reached out asking for the protocol, um, asking for the the basic process. Um, and it will continue to be revised. It is the basic instructions of what we're doing on the video. We're gonna reshoot the video for Nats yes, National. <laughs> um, and we're gonna we're gonna also edit the the document. We're gonna get some pictures of the exercises worked into the document. Yes. Uh, and have that all ready to go for Knoxville. So hashtag Nats in Knox. Be there, be square. Be there, be square. What? And uh, yeah, we're gonna I think as we kind of finesse and edit our I'm trying to there's a word I really wanted to say and I can't think of it but as we finesse our handout I think eventually like we will be more comfortable with like posting it places and stuff like that. yeah once once we have the version that we're gonna do for Nats National I here's what I would say um the the thing that I've been direct messaging people is sort of just a quick shot version of our disclaimer and the basic process of yeah, the of the ten minutes. Literally what we have kind of used. Um but what I wanna do for national is I wanna clean it up. I wanna maybe mm -hmm. maybe add some stuff. I wanna add a little bit more of the disclaimer. Um yes. that we can't promise any efficacy and we don't we are not liable for any injury that you may inflict upon yourself. Yes, I was that, not expecting that's your, so That's your own people. fault. We would like to say that on the podcast. If you injure yourself, I mean... Yeah, everyone was like, how hard should I do this? And I'm like, I'm not sure I'm comfortable answering that. I mean, like, you use some common sense, I guess. Like, please yeah. don't hurt yourself. <laughs> of you, course. We would recommend you should touch your neck, but we would not recommend injuring Right. And, you know, one of the other things I want to add to it, and I'll just say this on the pod so I've said it out loud. Um, cool. I want to recommend that people do it sitting down. 
in case yeah. they do hit their carotid and get lightheaded. Yeah. Um, You'll know pretty quickly. When we do the testing, that. Vocal Fam, when we do the testing, they're always seated. Yes, this is true. They're always seated. Not for their singing exercises. When they're doing the singing video, they stand and sing freely as if they were in a lesson or practice room or performance. Yeah, but when they're watching the video and massaging do- themselves they mm-hmm. yes they um there's there there will be there's never going to be a good way to say it you know um, what one day this is one of those instances where i think we should we should just come up with a new word that doesn't sound awkward and be like bam new term that's what i mean i mean maybe it'll just be awkward literally due to what it is well you know what i really need to change and uh, gosh, do I need to change this? I need. I need. Need to go do this this afternoon, and I've just Wait been forgetting. I literally have that video because, again, and this is, we're all growing, right? We're all growing, right, right, right. We're all learning. We're all learning to be allies and advocates, and this kind of thing. I really want to take away the anything that on the on the because I'm using the one video for everybody's manipulation. Yes, but it was titled female manipulation i really have to get rid of that name of that video it's terrible i mean at this point just just manipulation yeah it just lm i just lm that's probably better yeah better it's it's just we could always just call it l let's call it lm from now on that's less we're just gonna those are just letters letters are l and m they're letters yeah because there's never been an acronym that was immediately recognizable for something illicit or inappropriate it's not the same. <laughs> it's not icky. Anyway. It's just icky. Anytime I'm trying to tell people, like, they're like, oh, I saw on Facebook you presented at a thing. What was it? What are you really talking about? And I'm like, how do I say this? And you don't think I'm crazy. Of course, this is usually like I'm talking to people that aren't even music people yeah, when that happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just a whole other you know, actually, can of worms. I think it's easy if you if you just say, even though this is not really what we're talking about. I mean, it is, but it's not. If if I just describe it to a lay person as laryngeal massage or massaging your voice box, they go, oh. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's where you sing from, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. A million voice teachers just jumped out of their seat when I said you sing from the larynx. Yeah. Yeah. But like, even though, guess what, everybody? Average Joe on my my Facebook friend list asking me about this does not want me to sit there and go into the lengthy explanation of exactly how they do phonate. I don't know of any voice teachers. Well, I actually, I do know some voice teachers that want to know that. That's no offense to you voice teachers. I actually do know some of you voice teachers who do want to actually know how noise actually happens. I have to stop myself sometimes in lessons when I'm like talking to a student, they're asking questions and I have to remind myself, this child is 11. They don't really need to know this, Sarah. Just like, just stop. Oh my. And it it especially gets weird when you start thinking about the fact that the source really doesn't exist without the filter. And if, unless the filter is also present with the source in nature anyway. Okay. I stop long before that. Cause again, 11, (laughs) I mean, some of them, you know, the thing is though, I don't talk about that stuff in a lesson that, yeah, I will that too. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, just, yeah. And you know, I mean, again, my teaching, my voice, you've seen me teach voice. 
The only times I really start explaining things is I have because, you know, I teach um, tweens and teens who I'm sure many of y'all recognize have a healthy dose of skepticism and attitude. No. And I shocking, right? Shocking. Teenagers attitude. What? What? What is this life? Needless to say, all of the above are a little dubious when I'm like, now I want you to sing through this straw. (laughs) Yeah. And so sometimes I'll be like, okay, let me let me explain to you. I'm not just making you sing through a straw for my own pleasure. Like, you know, like there's a reason. I'm going to give you a very, like, basic explanation now of why. Yeah, my wife had me come in and explain it to somebody the other day really quickly. And I, I'm to the point where I can I, I can get it pretty, pretty simple pretty fast. Yeah, a fairly simple, condensed explanation just so that they know, like, look, I'm not crazy. I mean, you might be crazy. That might be unrelated. Well, I'm definitely crazy, but not in this regard. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. This has been an odd ramble. I'm going to stop myself. I like it, though. I like it. This was, uh, (laughs) you mean like you should have stopped me? I need, yes. I just sometimes, last week, Sarah, last week, vocal fam, and and I didn't get it. And you know what? I had to cut out. Sarah, I just want to give him a shout out because last week at the end of the talk, as someone else who listened to the talk confirmed on Facebook, I thanked Josh, but I actually had ended up Josh Glasner, but I actually had cut that part out because it happened right around the same time I said the awkward thing that I cut out. And, I wasn't even going to bring that up here. And so I cut out the very tail end of the talk, vocal fam. And it also, it was very hard to listen to because you really couldn't hear the questions that were being asked of us. Accurate. We probably, in retrospect, in situations like that, should have like answered them kind of like you do on a test where you start by like kind of restating the question. Yeah. Well, if we do that you again, know. we need to remember that. Live and learn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Live and learn. Well, we're not perfect, and we're and we're growing. We're growing. We are. Right. We're learning things like keep the mic plugged in every day. Something new. Or new we should, and, and we should also sort of give ourselves a note of keep standing in front of the mic when we present at a conference if we're going to yes, record you, it. You kept walking away, but again, I, I was just like, ah, eh, whatever. It's his deal. It's his thing. <laughs> Do you let, think let you're be. ever going to get me to stand still? No, I, that's the thing. Like. There was no point in stopping you then. I should have stopped you at the end. Yeah. And again, anyway. he gave a really good talk, guys. Like when he spoke, it was it was really nice. I thought the whole thing went well. And then just. You did too. You were very articulate. It was oh, great. Thank you. Thank you. But then right at the end, someone should have just been like, wow, thank you. Or maybe it should have been me. Maybe I should have been like, okay, and that's it. Thanks. But no one did. And that was the problem. And then the word vomit started. <laughs> And it got weird. For and just a second. Just a second. And y'all didn't have to hear that because he cut it out and just be thankful. Yeah. Anyway. It wasn't that weird. It wasn't like. No. Uh-uh. Horrible. It was just a little awkward. Yeah. But it, it ended quickly. And, and it did. We've all and here we are. Become better people from it. Here Sometimes we, we just need people to, you know, start clapping and being like, wow, thanks. <laughs> I need someone to follow me around and just do that every day. Hey, before I forget while we're talking about it, make sure you send your bio and your headshot. Yes. Yes. That is today, yes. Sent our we sent Sarah and I sent our abstract in this week, so Now I need to do that. Really excited. Uh, vocal fam, we'll let you know about officially about that when once we have like a, you know, a publication date and all really that kind of stuff. Uh, official things, yeah. Um we'll 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 keep you updated, but we're we're excited. We're getting closer on that. So, yeah. So, I mean, listen, 
we're excited. I mean, we're excited that we had the response that we've had at a regional conference. Looking mm-hmm. forward to Knoxville. I mean, I am pumped for Knoxville now. Like, and, I mean, I was pumped before, but and Vocal Fam. I mean, I don't want to jump the gun on this, but is that is that the right phrase? Jump the gun. Is jump that the, the gun. Yes. Yeah, jump the gun. Put the cart before the horse. horse um, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, Sarah and I are planning on getting our own Vocal Fry booth at the exhibitor yeah. booth for Nats National, and so uh, yeah. we'll have a specific designated place to podcast. Um, know where to find us and uh and yeah you know we will want you to come by and say hi uh at the booth yeah it would be cool because we're cool right Ah! i feel like that had that had a big question mark on the end of it (laughs) maybe we'll find out in knoxville (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't think i need to find out that i'm not I can probably just go ahead and like acknowledge that. Hey, can I share a, a serious note for a moment um, on sure. uh, not 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 like whatever, but it has on to the do fact with that it, I'm not cool. I get it. No, but okay. it has to do with singing. And before we go to our big spoiler warning and and, and oh, whatever, yes, 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 yes. but uh, this you know we've been in the residence unit of undergraduate pedagogy for the last few weeks mm-hmm. and finishing up registration and acoustic registration and. And uh, I've been sort of frustrated with some class attendance. Shocking. Well. Bad class attendance come vocal October, fam, November. Vocal fam, if you're in the academy, you probably can relate. In, in August, everybody starts really optimistic and excited to learn the things. Yep. And then they go through the month of October. It is bad. And then in November even worse they come up with all kinds of reasons not to show up to things i'm sick i have a cold and i would like to say that i don't know what else you know i don't think i'm the world's greatest gift to teaching voice pedagogy i have a certain knack for it i've been doing it a lot and uh and i don't think that i'm the world's leading figure on teaching ped respiration or or uh, voice health or phonation or whatever but I do have a certain knack for conveying information about voice resonance this is true that is your your kind of special and I've had a whole bunch of my own students not come to class during this unit well that's the thing I mean of all the times to start skipping like when you're getting to listen to somebody talk about their area of expertise like why yeah it's been frustrating vocal fam and so here's what i'm going to do i think i think the only person who listens to the podcast yeah is the student who has not missed any classes makes sense makes sense so in, in, in case that student happens to listen to today's episode he will know on the exam on thursday you will need to know what anatomically affects the first and second vocal tract resonances. Oh, that's not even a hard question. <laughs> you will... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that that's not even, like, a difficult one. I you... think you have a handout dedicated to this. <laughs> you will need to explain basic uh, voice timbres of open, close, and whoop timbre. Again, I'm... Per- I'm, yeah okay <laughs> i'm just saying like if you've attended your classes at all like it's fairly obvious that this is important because again there are like handouts dedicated to, okay whatever. you will uh 
let's see. You'll need to um, definitely be able to identify um, the overall basic tone color of both the fundamental and the singer's formant cluster. Okay. Uh, via an IPA symbol. Okay. Still not. Yeah. Okay. Or a solid something like that. Um, you'll need to um, be able to talk about uh, how a working knowledge of the first vocal tract resonance uh, can give you anticipated frequencies of acoustic voice registration events, and how ha- and how that might. Uh, have related to classic models of primo and secondo passaggio in um, in uh, TBB and treble voices. Yeah, I think that that a- sounds. And be able to name the basic theory of voice resonance that most of that stuff draws from. I like it. I like it. It's not really a hard test. No, that's not a hard test because that's the. I mean, the thing is like. If they have attended any class, these are all fairly basic concepts that you, especially those are the concepts you place a lot of emphasis on. Thus, the fact that you have gone to the trouble to create handouts to explain them more easily and make them memorable. But if you haven't been attending class, like those would be fairly daunting. Particularly because if you miss one class, then you're confused for a whole next class. Exactly. Right. I think my favorite thing you've ever done when you had um, a semester with some shoddy attendance, I you gave the quiz where you like, didn't you give a quiz where you asked them to like rate oh, their attendance geez. or something? That was my let's favorite. Let's not talk about that. Let's not, uh, let's just skip that. That I was, was my favorite. So <laughs> petty. I was, I, love uh, it. I was frustrated that semester. That was, yeah. I love it. Uh, but no, but I, anyway, I, yeah, I just, you know, and if that student is listening, look, th- that student's gotten to hear a whole bunch a nice of what's going to be on next Thursday's exam. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, it, so I mean, uh, now you, you know what to study and it depends. How nice are you? <laughs> Me? No, no, the person, if they listen, I would have a, a, a What does it have to moment. do with them being nice? Well, if I was this person listening. Oh, I, oh, I sharing it like, with their colleagues? Oh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I would have to decide. No, like, no, nice no, 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 no. Am I people no. a heads up or am I, no. I going to just let them get what's coming to them? No. Honest, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how nice. I don't know. Anyway, so there, there you anyway. go, vocal fam singing no notice class. notice i didn't give away any answers just now you did not uh, you did not i didn't give away any answers that's true no but i don't know go to class go to class for your major if it's what you like want to do with your life shouldn't you want to like learn about it anyway uh so anyway. so yeah vocal fam um it's been uh and it, before we get to disney plus and mando which we're going to get to here ah. in a second uh Apparently, on Doctor Who Day, which is 23rd November, we're getting uh, something. Something? (laughs) BBC BBC Doctor Who and BBC America all keep teasing, watch this space. It is now literally the bio line of Doctor Who BBC America is watch this space. 
uh, and they better be some pretty big follow through. Like I, a trailer I, I or think something. we're gonna get a teaser trailer with the release date. That, that's my yeah. guess. I think. And here's I, the other thing. I do think that we're gonna get an announcement date, not only of a release date, but I do think it's a New Year's episode. And be awesome. because in apparently in New Zealand, somebody hacked New Zealand television's um, publicity sales rep- right. publicity sales report, and on the second of January, there's an eight p.m. time slot noted as Doctor Who. Oh, that would make sense. <laughs> so apparently, we're going to get a New Year's episode. That would be awesome. to launch series twelve. That that's what I'm. I'm, I'm trying to remain optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. They did announce a new slate of writers. Um, of course, Chibnall is still showrunner. I was going to say, it's the same showrunners. So. <sighs> Man. And what I don't understand still about Doctor Who Series 11 is that Chibnall held an incredibly complex storyline together through Broadchurch. Oh, I know. It's, it's this is why we were excited about him running Doctor Who. Yes, we were very excited, and it shows, like, he is fully capable. Like, we know he's not a bad... He's a good writer. He's a good producer. I mean, he, he should have been able to pull this off. It just... And golly. it did not. And it wasn't the actors. It no, was it the material the they were given was terrible. terrible. Yeah, every time I think back to that, I'm like, that's that's never going to be a season that I want to rewatch. Like, there's two, maybe two, two episodes maybe that three. I would go... Rosa, Maybe. Rosa, Rosa, definitely. Demons of Punjab. Yeah, I would watch that. And uh, and the finale. What was the one that took? Well, what was the one that took place back in time with like King? James oh, oh, I mean, maybe that one. I that that's a maybe. They like, but. All in all, I wouldn't watch the whole season. But in most of the episodes, I'd never watch again. Stitch you in know, space. No, that was terrible. Oh my god! You know how we talk about how most seasons of Doctor Who have like that one episode we don't talk about? It's yes. like the whole season. Right. Except yes. It has maybe one episode I would talk about, you know? Like, well, it's like the sleep dust episode of series nine. Or um, the weird monster that absorbed people and like their faces would, would oh like push gosh. out of the stomach. Yes. That's, oh, I, I did feel whiz. better when I found out that apparently that episode was based off of like a, a children's contest where the ch- a child got to come up with a villain for a Doctor Who episode. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that made me feel like I was like, oh, so when like an adult who's living it is to come up with this didn't come up with this episode like a child did. Right. Because if you think about and it, like, oh, a child I did mean, this. I mean, dinosaurs in space. Still not the worst. I'd rather have dinosaurs in space than space stitch. Oh, my gosh. You are not kidding. I know. Well, wow. again, I am trying to remain cautiously optimistic yeah. that this next season is going to really pull things together, that yeah. they're going to have figured out who they are. Well, anyway, Vocal Fam, here is your big spoiler warning, and we're going to try to give you this every single week from here on out. When uh, we start talking about um, the Mandalorian. So every week we're, we've decided, we're going to call this Mando Cafe, right? Yeah. So this is uh, this is a weekly, a, a, an eight-week miniseries called Mando Cafe here on Vocal Fry. Oh, get ready for it. And uh, it will be every week from here until uh, the series finale, uh, which I believe is the Friday before Rise of Skywalker. Uh, oh, I like that. Uh, oh, you, so you, didn't, you didn't realize that? 
Now, oh, I fully expect the finale to tie into Rise of Skywalker. I mean, that totally makes sense. So I that just, would make. So we just did series. Well, uh, especially hold, so episode two. Given t- this episode, two is tonight. Uh, episode two drops today. What well, dropped today? Three the twenty second. Four the twenty ninth. Five the sixth. Six the thirteenth. And I think it's six episodes. So Solid. I think. So I think that's right. Um, Solid. Because obviously, Rise of Skywalker opens late on the nineteenth. Yeah. Um. So I I I believe that is correct. Um. So anyway, here's your weekly spoiler warning. If you've not watched the Mandalorian premiere on Disney Plus, and you're wanting to, and you're wanting to watch it unspoiled from us, and I would watch it unspoiled the first time. I would too, because. Yeah, I would. There's there's some big surprises. Um, and so here's your spoiler warning: if you want to watch The Mandalorian this weekend unspoiled, stop now. We are not going to talk about the episode that just dropped today because neither of us have no. watched it yet. No, I um, not. But so this is just in regards to the pilot, um, or the first episode, um, of The Mandalorian. And there's your spoiler warning. Yeah, go back. Stop. Okay, Get so turn around. <laughs> stop. Go back. Do not pass go. Do not collect any more. I always think of those signs, turn around, don't drown. They always make me laugh. Right. I, I know that's terrible because it's All a right. legit thing, but those signs make me chuckle. Turn around, don't drown. It's like a puddle of two inches. I like it. Oh, puddle. Um, so, Sarah, what'd you think? I r- really enjoyed it because I had not been following a ton of like the lead up to it, so I didn't really have any expectations going in. Nice. And my first thoughts were um, a space space cowboys. Yeah, it it does have a bit of a western feel. Yes, but not only does it have a western feel, I felt like most of the creatures he fought reminded me of fish. That's interesting. Yeah, like the big the big rock thing that that tried to bite his arm it looked like a lungfish to me. Hmm. But maybe that's just my brain processing. That's interesting. Things. But. I did think that, like, I mean, I have nothing against Western, so, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought the plot was good. I thought the character development was good. Love the, like, the plot twist right at the end. I think it sets us up for a really interesting story arc. Like, I was very pleased with it. Um, I, I really loved it. And I think it has the chance to reunite the Star Wars universe that we've been talking about Agreed. that is so divided. Um, I love the concept of looking at the Mandalorians as a sect. Um, yes. Of, 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 we've never really, they've always been popular and we've never really taken a deep dive into the Mandalorian culture. I think yes. it, I think it has the chance to, you know, revive and, and reunite a little bit of a divided galaxy here. Especially um, if, like you say, it does like lead into Rise of Skywalker. I mean, if it's really setting it up, uh, boy, if I, it, I think it could. If it doesn't, I'll be surprised. But it could be. It could just be setting up. Now that you say that, and I think about it, I think it could set up such an interesting future storyline yeah, for we'll, the franchise. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, I mean, I would like to give major shout out to John Favreau because if you give a director like right. that show running rights i mean the dude knows what to do with this kind of material he really does i was impressed i mean i've just been i thought about also just everything i've seen him do over the past few years considering that 
with like when Iron Man first came out, I was just like, oh, he's the bodyguard. I mean, but or he made he made Iron more. Man guys. Let's he made Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. He cast Robert I, Downey Jr. <laughs> he obviously, I mean, he's he's just good at this. He's good at his job. Yes. He, I have yet to be disappointed by him, unlike other people. Looking at you, Chris Chibnall. <laughs> Casting some shade back. Um I I love that we got to sort of see the what how do we say it? Beskar? Veskar be melted oh, no. and turned into part of his armor. Oh, I know. I thought that was I so thought that cool was great. That like obviously like they're continually like I don't know, modifying, replacing that this is just I don't know. It was like a rite that you saw. It yeah, cool. it sort of had like a ceremonial vibe to it. Yes. Um, yes. I loved that. Um, like they earned their armor. Right. Um, yeah. I love that like Pablo Pascal somehow managed to develop an interesting character through a mask. Yes. I mean, there was so much. And again, it's weird to say this given the mask expression. Right. From his character. And yet... There's no like there's no fa- there's no facial expressions like where am I getting this from just his body language and his voicing was also the directing helped like the yes. way they shot scenes did a really good job of so, developing that I've never been able to find an article on this and vocal fam if you know of one that exists I've just heard this from industry insiders on a different podcast um, of where it's two writers who work for ABC, and I heard them talk about this, but I've never been able to find an article that talks about it. Apparently, Disney developed... I've, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast. Apparently, Disney developed, spent like a, a lot of money um, on essentially inventing a new way to shoot special effects. So they developed like a 360 camera that projects in real time. And so rather than shooting at green screen, the character is just moving around in like a circle around the projection happening all around them. So the actors are actually seeing what they're They're seeing and and the capture is happening. Like the directors can see what the shots actually look like with the effects. I mean, that's kind of awesome because I think it, it takes... I mean, there certainly is an art to acting with green screens. Right. But this definitely takes you back to kind of a more traditional acting being reacting. Right. And think of the lower production cost. Yes. It allows you to have these awesome special effects. And it still costs them $15 million an episode. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell, though. I mean, I feel like it shows. Oh. I thought I it mean, was great. I thought it looked great. Yeah, I was I was impressed as far as visuals. And I'm not usually someone that's super into the visuals of a movie or TV show or the special effects or any of that just because I'm a, I'm a story person. I, I want the yeah, storyline yeah, yeah, yeah. to be there over anything else. But I was. I did think it looked really nice. It didn't look like it. It looked like a movie to me. I thought the... Uh, yes, it did. And I thought the... Um, I thought the soundtrack was great, too. Like, when they I were riding cross-country on the bulls, I was yes. like, oh, this is, this is like, good music. This is, like, a well, good it, soundtrack. It was a perfect cross between was it, Star is it Wars ja- and Western. Is it Giacchino? Did he do the Did he do the music? I don't. It sounded know. a little bit like 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 Michael Giacchino. 
Let's see. This is easy enough to Yeah, check. here I got it. Mandalorian uh, series cast and crew. Um, let's see. Music department. Uh, well, while you're finding that, I was... Um, I was glad that I that the music was as good as it was just because I mean I think when you think Star Wars the music is such a huge part of it oh yeah and so no. you definitely go in expecting the soundtrack to be more than just you know background music or whatever L- you expect it to be a part of it Ludwig Göransson oh and well. I'm wrong I'm wrong the finale oh. actually drops after after Rise of Skywalker which makes it seem even more likely that it ties in. Chap- oh, look at this release date. Chapter 7 is the night before Rise of Skywalker opens with one more episode to go after that. It may- I mean, I wonder if that next episode is something that would be a spoiler to Rise of Skywalker. Then. Well, so here's... So, okay, all right. Let's just... Can we dive into this for a second? So here is... So yeah. what, are, what are your thoughts? I mean, what are you... Okay, so... It, let me just share this, and here's my thought. Here's <laughs> here's my thought. Okay. Because I'm gonna burst. Um, and I say it's all. Let's be real. You know, it's what we want to talk about. Okay. Obviously, he was sent for a bounty on a 50 year old baby. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> which happened to be a baby of the species that is Yoda and Yaddle. Yes. The only two of this species that we've ever seen in the Star Wars universe are Yoda and Yaddle. Correct. Both who weren't even just force sensitive, who weren't even just Jedi, they were on the High Council. Yes. I mean, obviously, like, whatever the species... I'm not actually trying to... We don't have a name. We don't... They've never been named. that's why I... (laughs) Good. I don't feel horrible There is no name name for the species. I mean, obviously, they're incredibly Force-sensitive as a species, or at least that's what it would imply if right. those are the two, that, the only two we know. Right. Um, I think it also is implied then by the fact that this bounty hunter has been given this huge price to kill this baby. No, he was yeah. given the bigger price. Well, he was supposed to bring it. Okay. Yeah, bring it back. But the droid was sent by somebody else. To kill it. I'm assuming that so here's okay so there are many so many thoughts. Okay. So who sent the Mandalorian? Who really is Werner Herzog's character? Who is he, he working for? Were those really stormtroopers? I don't so my theory or my my kind of just current yeah, I guess it's a theory would be that you know this is kind of pre first order we're seeing maybe like the birth of the first order in our little stormtroopers and stuff. And like, what if they're trying to get little baby Yoda species for our Snoke, Palpatine, whatever that's going to turn out to be, but kind of leaning towards thinking they're not going to get a hold of him. And so then who's our next best candidate for really powerful force user? Um, ben a Solo. Skywalker, AKA yeah. Ben Solo. Um, or let's not forget that at this point, the Rebel Alliance is now sort of in control of the galaxy. Sort of. Luke Skywalker is alive. Yes. In this universe. 
Oh, and you know he hasn't even um, run away to live on an island like a hermit yet. Right. Had not even so thought about that. So is Werner Herzog's character posing as a member of the Empire? And is he actually working for someone collecting Force-sensitive children? But why is he okay with him being killed then? Because he, he was okay, like... I, I don't know. I don't know. Or is he like... He was being pragmatic. Is it like a triple cross? He was being pragmatic. Maybe. Maybe he doesn't even trust the person who paid him to... Find? Well, Because or I'm thinking... I think that Giancarlo Esposito's character is obviously going to be the villain of all this. That is certainly the implication. I mean, he's carrying... He has a host of death troopers with him. And uh, who we haven't seen other than Rogue One. Yes. I don't know. I'm just, I'm very intrigued. I'm also intrigued, like, is this little, I need this baby to have it. Is this baby, we'll just call it a baby. That's what it is. Yoda. I mean, is it baby, like, is it literally Yoda's child? Uh, well, is it that's Yoda's clone? Obviously. Is it Yaddle's clone? Those are obviously all good questions. I think one of my questions is, is the season going to, is it the only child that the Mandalorian is going to be asked to go after? Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Like, what if the focus isn't even necessarily on this baby, but just all these little force sensitive children he's going out to find? Who he finds and leaves one on Jakku. Huh. So the series finale is him finding Rey and leaving her on Jakku and flying away. Well, yeah, because that could be a cool storyline. Like maybe at first he does kind of deliver these children and then he realizes something nefarious is happening and he... And he takes one special girl. And and delivers... That's an interesting plot line. I, I had not... Oh, I'm way Consider- deep in this at this point. I'm, 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 it's got me all a fluster. Um, okay, so here's next. Here's next one that'll really put a. I'm gonna use a bad metaphor now. Uh, is, is it a metaphor to say a bird in your craw? Is that a is that a phrase? Are you talking about idioms? Yes, idiom, not metaphor. Um, I've literally never heard that in my life. Okay, it well. Doesn't- it doesn't mean it isn't one. Well, mostly because I don't know what a craw. We're professional is. podcasters, folks. What's what's a craw? Central. I don't. I, I has anybody I ever heard know. of this? Gosh, I hope we Please. just didn't say something bad. Um, <laughs> uh, it wouldn't have been me. That that would be such a nice change to like not accidentally say something inappropriate, just assuming it means something else. Story of my life, guys. Story of my life. Assuming I'm saying something perfectly innocent. I'm really this is this is not a phrase. I just Googled it. It's not? I wonder what you're trying to... Because I assume there there is probably some You could idiom. something stick something in one's craw is something about uh, resentment or, or being pompous. So this is not what I was trying to say. Anyway. Okay, well, tell me what you were going to say, and I'm, I'm going to try and figure out what you were actually going for, because I'm curious. <laughs> Vo- vocal fam, we podcast. <laughs> we podcast. We're, 
<laughs> we have words. We it's it's November. Um, but no, uh, what I was going to say is the big question to me, honestly, maybe of the whole series is the Mandalorian actually a Mandalorian? Yes. Cause I feel like the implication is based on his little flashbacks is that he's not. Well, particularly also, his, his reaction to seeing this child. Yeah. Did not seem surprised to me. Well, and I also felt like, um, there were several times in this first episode when, like, he goes to fight or do something, they're like, oh, I've always wanted to see a Mandalorian. Like, if you're a Mandalorian, you should be able to do this. And, like, at first he almost can't, but then he comes through and does it. Like, right. It, it does sort of imply that, like, yeah, he's been brought up and, by them. And I think that guy knew. One. I think he knew he wasn't a Mandalorian. Yeah, that, like, he suffers from this identity crisis almost. And eventually he's going to find some other Mandalorian that says something like, you are within, you know what I mean? He's going to get some inspirational speech of like, the only thing holding you back is you. There's or- a better question. What if he's a Jedi who survived Order 66 and escaped to the Outer Rim? No, I mean, because I think his flashbacks kind of implied that he was taken in as a child. So what if he was force sensitive? Oh, just for like, well, that could be interesting. Yeah, like maybe he was supposed to go or something. I don't know. Maybe he was a child of people trying to, who they were trying to kill children who were already force sensitive. And they tried to hide him. And they hid him. Give him up, abandon him. So where do you hide him? With villainy and scum, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's, It's an interesting... And let's not forget that this guy exists in the Outer Rim. Jakku is in the Outer Rim. Yeah. Although yeah. I think Tatooine is too, isn't it? I don't know. I, There's too many I'm planets. fairly certain Tatooine is also... Because like on the, on, on the star map on Disney Infinity, it had laid out where everything was. And like Coruscant is like the center of the universe. And... Uh, I'm fairly certain. I know Jakku is in the Outer Rim, but I, I, I even think that I think that Tatooine is in the Outer Rim. Yeah, I'm trying to find out. I think. But it's not coming up as easily as I thought it would. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. I thought I would just be able to Google Tatooine and that it would say, like, oh, located in the Outer Rim, but it did not. So now I'm just going to Google Tatooine location because now I'm curious. Oh, except I can't spell. No, you got to spell it right. Yeah, it helps. Tatooine location. No? Oh, no, that's not what... Well, now it's to, it's trying to tell me where, like, they film, what location they film on We don't care planet. about that. Yeah, I don't care what actual location they went to. Apparently, they filmed a lot of the new one in in Jordan. Oh, that's kind of cool. I just that makes sense. Yeah, I give up. I don't. Yeah, well, whatever. Anyway, that was not that was not as easy to Google as I felt like it should have yeah, been. Yeah, well, Google, you should know better. There you go, Vocal Fam. You but should be able. You should just know what I think. You listen to me all the time. You, it should know. How awesome was that scene though, where he like jumped up on the cannon and just started blasting everybody it was pretty great yeah. it was a pretty great scene i loved the um 
the droid scene. The scene, just the whole scene with him and, and the droid. That's cool. I also picked up it on the second time I watched it, like when he asked for the speeder, and he was like, "No droids." Like, I wonder what his thing. That's going to be an ongoing. Yeah, what's thing, his I think. deal? And then, but after that, you would have thought he would have had more issue when he encountered the uh, mercenary droid, but. Or bounty droid. Yeah. Very, very, very interesting. Uh, I did. I wonder if, I mean, do you think that droid will come back? I think so. I, I do. Think so I think he's going to rebuild it or reprogram it or something. I think it's going to. Well, or it's just not dead. I think it's going to end up being his. Well, he shot it right in the head um, at the end. I mean, I don't know where his, like, important computer. Me neither. Wire ring is. Don't know enough about robots but to tell. To <laughs> I bet that droid comes back. I bet he reprograms him, and I bet he ends up being like his like compatriot or something. C three PO something. Yeah, yeah. His buddy. Anyway, buddy. but yeah, no. I thought it was great overall. I was just I was. I didn't have the highest expectations. I honestly was not even at, based on the trailers. I wasn't sure exactly what to expect. I don't think anybody was but um again i would not have guessed space cowboys that was not on my list of expectations for this tv show but i think it's a good route to go i do too apparently some of the other disney plus content is also just incredible um a lot of people are talking about the show imagineering which is like like a disney documentary kind of thing um that's also releasing an episode per week um, a lot of people have been obviously taking deep dives into like things like High School Musical, the series, yep. uh, going back to a lot of the original cartoons from the 80s yeah, and I've, 90s. I've been watching Kim Possible, um, personally. Uh, my kids were watching DuckTales um, and uh, Jesse. And, uh, so. Well, it's just funny to me like looking that there are movies on here that I didn't even realize were like, owned by disney like while you were sleeping right. is um on there and i was like oh i like honestly had no idea that was even like disney property one of the things that i saw that got a lot of attention was the cartoon from the 90s called gargoyles oh my gosh jamie is so excited and i've literally never heard well, of it in my life and you you can share with him i read an article on this it's all of the original unedited uncensored content so oh. like this was like an afternoon kids cartoon, yeah, except it, watched it as a except child. it has like in like the original uncensored versions, like it has like f bombs and stuff in it. Oh, so it, it, that's kind of smart. Re-release it now, some, and the people that are going to watch it are people on nostalgia. Big time trips. violence. Huh. Anyway, um, huh. yeah, very interesting. Um, oh, the '90s and the '80s were a weird time. I mean, I think every time's a little bit weird. You're saying that 2019's a weird time to be alive? Yes. Yes, I am. I mean... Well, I look back at stuff, I mean... Because, you know, we're we're about far enough removed now from the... What what would you call it? The thousands? You know, the, 2003, 2009? The aughts. The aughts. That you're, you're starting to see kind of the... You're able to really see these trends, these things that you were like... Oh, my gosh... We we were weird. We're all a little weird. Yeah, honestly, the last twenty years are a bit of a blur to me. So <laughs> they're the only twenty I've been alive. So 
same. You're not 20, though. Well, I'm 25. But I mean, but I don't, who remembers the first like five years of their life? That's like, right. Like someone, someone tell me. I don't Got know. mistaken for a high schooler yesterday. That was, that was exciting. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, well, I looked. Like, I stayed for an improv show where I work because they they have a little improv group and they were doing their performance. Nice, nice, fun. It was actually really cool. That's fun. I had never been to anything like that before, um, but it was really good, that's and fun. I was really impressed at how they did because no, I just fun. wasn't. Yeah. Well, all that being said, I, I took my name tag off before I went in because I was like, "Oh, I'm done teaching. I'm not gonna like keep this name tag on." And yes, got mistaken as like people are like, "Oh." Are these your friends? Like, who are you here to see? And I'm like, no, I, I teach here. My student is in this. Thank you. We uh we covered um uh Mendelssohn in class. <laughs> My doppelganger. Vocal fam, if you've never seen a picture of Sarah's portrait next to a portrait of a young Felix Mendelssohn. Yep. We bear a striking resemblance. It's he's weird. Like, he's like 13 or 14 in the photo. I am me. And yeah, we look we look terrifyingly alike, actually. He's yeah. very pretty boy, if that it, helps. It looks like um it looks like a facial recognition software like made a portrait of old Sa- of of Sarah. Well, apparently they have that portrait like at his house, and so my goal is someday before I no longer look like young Mendelssohn cuz that day will come probably sooner rather than later. I want to go. I want to go in that house and I want to really freak some people to work. Where is out. that house? I don't know where Mendelssohn was from. I don't recall. I don't remember. Um, it's somewhere that singers went on tour to though because when everybody went, they all kept sending me pictures. Oh, that sounds right. The portrait and and so again, someday I'm going to go and really freak some people out that, that sound, work there. That sounds right. I'm going to dress up like that portrait. Yeah. I mean, it's black and white, so maybe not identical, yeah. but, you know. All right. Well, we have our first. Oh, I, I never. Did I announce it on the on the podcast that we're doing She Loves Me at MC? Have I actually said this? We've No, you have not because I didn't oh, know when I talked to my. you last Vocal week. Vocal fam. But now y'all know. Vocal, Vocal fam. fam. We are doing She Loves Me this spring in February. I've been meaning to announce it for some time. Yeah. Uh, it's been cast and whatever and for months and someone, month now. Someone's going to sing my, my favorite song. Ice cream. Vanilla ice cream. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not involved in I this production someone. at all. My only role in this production is to build the set. I like it. Yeah, me too. Because I don't <laughs> have to learn any lines. <laughs> That's a good place to be. Uh, but to we're be. excited. We've got we got we double cast most of it. Um, the leads are, are double cast, but they're they're Always double wise. cast. So I mean, um, looking forward this to it. This is the first um, musical of this sort that MC's done in a few years now. This is our since first. Showboat, this is our really. first book musical since Showboat, and even Showboat was really a concert version. Yes, uh, in fact. just with the whole book. This is going to be a production. That's awesome because again, it's been a few years. Yeah, I mean, honestly, probably Granted, since into, into the, the woods. woods, into the woods. Yeah, into the woods, into the woods. I know things uh, now, many wonderful things that I've never knew before. That's the musical <laughs> they're doing. Uh, the place I work. That sounds right. That's gonna be. A, that's actually just just Act One. One week. 
Um, yeah, it's the the junior version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I actually was really impressed because I had never listened to or worked with the junior version at all. But I was very impressed with not just the fact that it's just the first half, but the key changes are very accommodating of most younger mm. students ranges um even the songs like cinderella song the edits made they they're all cut down to about 30 to 45 seconds long 30 to 45 seconds yeah that's what i said um and they cut out like it they're edited very well so that it's very singable for young students i was very impressed by that cool cool just in case anybody out there was curious about that sort of thing and had never seen it because i i had not cool yeah. All right, Vocal Fam. Sarah, what'd you have for breakfast? Oh, not a muffin. Da-na-na. What? Last week you yeah. had eggs. I mean, that was dangerous territory. <laughs> it was dangerous territory. I know. But actually, I mean, I wonder if maybe I'm far enough removed that, like, those eggs are pretty good. Like, maybe I'll start making eggs again. I mean, that means I'm going to have to, like, get up and cook Maybe them. make eggs once a week. Yeah, maybe not every day. That's probably the mistake I make. See? I had, like, one of those Nutra Valley um or nature's valley not nutra valley that's not a thing nature valley like the they're not granola bars but it's like a wafer bar thing Mm -hmm. yeah that's pretty good lots of peanut butter well i'm gonna have i'm gonna have some lunch because i did a double weight training session this morning plus i ran so um i um walked aria in some really cold rain so oh man the weather's been vocal fam if you're if, if, if you're in the cold out there like the rest of us uh I don't like it. My my sympathies. Uh, I'm I, I'm ready for ninety and uh, humid again. Um, I don't need ninety, but like I would I would go back to like seventy seventy five seventy five. I've 80. never been one to complain about the heat, so yeah, much preferred. I did see much a funny thing about uh, it was a I think it was a McSweeney's article, and it was mm-hmm. like recommendations on items in your university office that you could burn for warmth. <laughs> the office yep. next to mine has been running 60 degrees all week. No. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Wow. I can't stand that. 60. Anyway. All, all, all right, Vocal Fam. Hey, it's been a great week. Um, and again, thanks to everybody yeah. who came out and saw us and who's been, you know, just interested in, in our, our LM stuff. Uh, I guess that's what we're going to call it from here on out, LM. Yes, LM. See, um, that sounds a little bit too much like TM to me, but uh, Transcendental Meditation. Oh, my gosh. You're literally the only person who thought that. Well, I th- somebody else thought it, probably. Okay, you're not literally the only person that thought that, but it's a select few. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. LM, guys. All right. L- Less L- awkward. LM. All right. All right, Vocal Fam. Well, uh, we will talk at you uh, ne- 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 next, next week. week. We are on the... Um, we're on the countdown here, uh, Vocal Fam, to a, a, a big Vocal Fry milestone, which I'm still That's hoping right. to hit on December the 20th. So That would be cool. It'll be a very, voc- a very, very, very Vocal Fry Christmas. A very, very... Well, no, wait, no, no. How many the first berries? one was, I think, a Vocal Fry Christmas... And then a very vocal fry Christmas. So this is just a, a very, very, very vocal fry Christmas. Vocal fry Christmas. Right? Yeah. That that sounds fairly accurate. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's right. that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're cool. We do this we got it. podcasting. Yeah. All right. Ah. All right. Uh that well that's it. Sarah, should we kill this? Yes. Here we go. Let's kill okay. it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye.